see ya. So, so the, you gotta forgive me if I'm a little nervous. Don't worry about it. It's my first time, and I'm a huge fan, so I'm trying to keep it down on me. So, uh, anyway, so uh, the latest Rat uh, album, Infestation, uh, you guys managed to capture the classic sound, yet it still sounds pretty fresh. And uh, it doesn't sound dated or nostalgic. Is this something that came pretty natural, or did you guys have to work pretty hard to kind of make it that way? Actually, I don't think we worked really hard to, to make it that way. We, we did discuss that we wanted to keep the same, you know, uh, uh, sound as the early Rat Sound, the sound that made them famous, and also the energy and excitement, but write new, updated material with that kind of a sound, and that's what we achieved. And, and I, I think we did hit it out of the ballpark because I think all the songs are good in their own right. But it does have the same energy and, and sound as the early Rat stuff. And uh, I, I agree with you. I think we got a little lucky and also planned it. So. Right. Yeah, because it definitely doesn't sound dated or anything. No, I like, agree. It sounds I agree. super fresh, and like the production quality is yeah. just... Oh, Elvis Pascal, yeah, he's a great producer. He really, really did a good job on the record. Now, had you worked with him before? Or? Never. Never. Oh, that's great. Appreciate you. So, uh, what does Carlos Cavazza do to warm up for a show, to get pumped up? Like, do you have like a ritual? Like, some people have like a certain way of kind of chilling and <laughs> doing their thing. Yeah. What do I do, Robbie, to warm up? <laughs> oh, actually, all of us have little rituals. We warm up our voices. We warm up our guitar. We, we jam that back. Then we warm, warm up the solos and uh, go over certain parts of songs. Um, definitely, there's a warm up uh, procedure because uh, if you don't warm up, you go on stage. You could, you know, come out there a little stiff. You know, right. so it definitely helps. So they're like burning incense or yoga or anything with that. No, that. We, we will stretch a little bit sometimes. Maybe uh, you know, jumping jacks or something to get your blood going. You know, especially if you're a little, uh, you know, tired for that particular day. But uh, yeah, definitely, we, we warm up for sure. Oh, that's awesome. So I have to say, I was really extremely lucky to see Quiet Riot back in the day, back in like 93, 94, I think it was the years I were at the Cotton Club yeah. here in Atlanta. Yeah, and do you remember that? That was yeah. such a great show, and I had yeah, such a good time. That place. And uh, one of the things I noticed is uh, uh, that was kind of a downgrade for in venue size for not just you guys, but for a lot of your peers. So was that kind of a hard pill to swallow at first, or was it just one of those things where you just kind of continued to enjoy what you were doing and just kind of just kind of take it as it comes, kind of. Well, we enjoy any gig. If, if the people are into it, we love it. You know, if the people are there with us and, 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 and uh, into it as much as we are, we love it. But, uh, you know, one thing people got to remember, we played the clubs longer than we ever played the arenas, so it's like no big deal. You know, playing a club is not, not a problem. So it's kind of like you're going back home again. Yeah, yeah. but obviously the arenas are definitely a lot more fun, you know, more people, but, uh, you know, just the way life is, you know, you got ups and downs, this way it is, you know. So, uh, classic hard rock and metal seems to be enjoying some uh, success after being kind of cast into a ditch for a little while. I mean, so how does it feel to get to be doing it all over again on a bigger level? But, uh, you know, and, like, you know, did you see it coming, or, like, were you just kind of, again, just kind of going with the flow? Uh, I didn't really see it coming, actually. I just going with the flow. I'm having good time with it, and I, I, I've actually I've been really lucky with my career. I really enjoy everything I do, whether it's the bigger places or the smaller places, or the big tours or the smaller tours. It's all fun. I love playing music. It's what it's all about. It's how I put food on the table, and uh, I, I'm a musician whether I do good or whether I do bad. You know? It's a great job, man. Beats what I used to do. I used to work in IT. <laughs> Although I could listen to a lot of rat and quite a riot down in the basement. Nobody knew I was doing anything, so that was good. You know, so uh, uh, so in Quiet Riot, you were the only guitarist in the band, and now in Rat, you're with another really like stellar guitar player. So you've got two stellar lead players. Uh, was that transition a bit challenging for you? You know, actually, no. I, I really fit in really well with these guys, and it just kind of slid right into place. And me and Warren, uh, I think we, we were 
we're very similar in many ways. Our styles are very similar. We're influenced by the, many of the same people, and we have the same goal kind of in our playing. And uh, I think that makes uh, for a better union between the two of us. That's awesome. I mean, I have to say, like your sound, as far as like being in the band, has totally just meshed into the sense that, like, like sonically, I could, I wouldn't have even been able to tell that it was somebody that hadn't been in the band for a long time. So. Yeah, that's, that's the whole point of it. And I'm really happy to be with these guys. It's like a dream come true for a guitar player really to play with Rat. Come on, I've always been a fan of their music. They've always, uh, you know, I've known them throughout the years also. And uh, you know, oddly enough, I was uh, good friends with Robin Cross before I knew any of these guys. So. Oh right. Yeah. How, how did how would how would how did you know Robin? As far I met as him that? in the in the LA club scene. He was always really cool to me. We used to hang out and uh, always we would keep in touch on the phone. And, uh, and eventually, uh, I took off with Quiet Right. He took off with Rat. And kind of our friendship sort of faded a little bit with success. But we we still you know knew each other and, and uh, knew you know like each other and all that crap. That's great. That's awesome. So uh, let's see. Uh, so uh, what four bands or artists would we be surprised to hear that you were a fan of? Pardon? What four artists would we be surprised to hear that you were a fan of? Uh, Gypsy Kings. I love flamenco music. Uh, I love classical music. It's all I listen to, really. Um, let's see. Uh, rock bands. I like... Uh, Oh, I like Foo Fighters. I like, um, who else? Mainly a lot of 70s and 80s rock, but I'm um, TV themes. I like that. I have this record of all TV songs. I listen to that once in a while. Oh, that's awesome. <laughs> that's probably shocker, everybody. Um, I listen to a lot of Motown, like uh, uh, R&B stations in LA. Uh, I like Motown music. Oh, that's great. I'm a big fan of the Leonard Nimoy album. Have you ever heard that? No, I haven't heard that. Oh, that's so that. incredible. <laughs> Leonard Nimoy singing just the craziest songs ever. Check that out. It's yeah. really I've heard about that. And William Shatner has one too. Or something. William Shatner sings "Lucy in the Sky with Diamonds." I heard about that. <laughs> that's awesome. That's, uh, that's killer. Are you, are you a jazz guitar fan at all? I like jazz guitar. Yeah, I do. Uh, not much of a jazz player. I know a lot of jazz chords, but playing uh, jazz is a whole different uh, ballpark. I never really uh, messed with that. Kind There's of a great guitar player out of yeah. California called named Charlie Hunter, uh, who plays eight string guitar and he's fantastic. Top three strings or bass strings. I listen to much. Oh yeah. I bet you miss in LA's weather right now, right? Well, it's really hard. I was talking to my girlfriend recently. It's like uh, almost 100 degrees there, I think, or 90 or something. It's probably uh, not as hot as here, maybe. Yeah, but ain't the humidity this year. Prior heat there, it definitely was hot up on stage. It was really hot. It was like uh, the past. I, I bet it was. You guys sounded awesome. Thank you so much. Yeah. But um, anyway, but back in the early days, the LA scene. Uh, were there any bands that didn't make it that you kind of looked like thought like wow these guys should have been huge yes uh, a la carte the band a la carte a three piece band they're very much like a ZZ Top kind of band I thought for sure they would be big Smile who Tommy Gervin the guitar player went on to play with Eddie Money and the rest of the guys I'm not sure what they're doing I thought for sure they would be big Smile and then uh, some of George Lynch's bands like uh, uh, Cider I thought they would be big you know yeah, yeah. Uh, but you ended up making it with uh, the Dokken. Uh, oh, there was a lot of bands. It really was. I don't remember them all. 
some and you know, only so many made it out, you know. Yeah, I mean, I've sure. heard some of these like demos of like, bands that never made it. I couldn't believe didn't make it. You know? Right. Yeah, there's a lot of good bands. There really was a lot of great bands. Yeah. So, um, okay. So this is kind of a good fun question for you. So if you could line up any band, all the members of one band side by side, and just run down the line and slap them all in the face, who would it be? One band? Yeah. If you, if you could just slap every member of a band, who would it be? Probably some of these new bands that do a lot of dancing stuff. You know, <laughs> these boy bands or something like that. You know, I, I'm, I'm not a, like against it, but it's like that kind of music's almost kind of taken over. You know, and you need more room for rock to take over. You know, I'm, I'm tired of that dancing stuff. You know. Right. Well, well that, that kind of goes into another question I had. Is like, how, what's 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 your attitude on things like American Idol and stuff? Do you think things like that have kind of stripped the soul of, of, of music and like really kind of like like kind of kind of like taken over the the struggle of actually trying to work hard to make it big? That's a good question. That might, uh, you know, actually I'm kind of for it because if it helps people succeed in their career, that's good. I'm all for people succeeding in their career. Uh, but uh, I didn't think about it in terms of what you said, um, you know, what, uh, whatever it was. Uh, yeah, I mean, like, I mean, I mean, I'm a little bit, I mean, I'm, I've been a musician since I was, you know, 14 and I'm 36 and I don't look pretty at all. I would never go on a show like that and make it. So I've always been curious as to, like, some people's attitudes. It's like, do you feel like it's, I mean, I didn't look at it the way you did, where it kind of helps them make the dream come true, but I kind of go, well, the fun of the fight isn't there, you know? Right. Um, that's a good point, though, because a person that maybe isn't necessarily really attractive probably wouldn't be accepted from your right. right. That's not cool, because I, that's one good thing about rock. I don't think it doesn't matter what you look like. It's your music, you know, and your attitude, and, and you know, I don't think it really has much to do with your looks. Maybe in the 80s it did a little bit, but I don't think it does anymore, and I'm, I'm for that. I, you know, I'm, I think people just go up there and be themselves, you know? Yeah. That, that's what it's all about. The minute you're not yourself, the people will recognize that, and they, they will cue in on that, you know? Oh, yeah. yeah. That's a, now you made me look at it a different way, though, but that's pretty cool, though. So, um, uh, back in 85, you participated in the uh, Ronnie James Dio Hearing Aid Project. Yeah. 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 Uh, what was that project like? And, and was it a good, was it a positive experience? Or, like, I mean, there were a lot of egos in that room, you know? I was always curious as to, like, was it, was it a good positive experience? It was a lot of fun, actually. Um, uh, I got to meet a lot of people I hadn't met, and everybody was real, real good. It was real nice, positive spirits. I mean, it was for a good cause, and we were all for helping, you know, kids that are starving and things like that. You know, people have helped us in our life. It's time to give back, you know, but uh, I had a good time. A real good experience. A lot real memorable. I was just listening to that album the other night before I even knew I was going to talk to you, and I was like, I love the solos on this record. <laughs> Such an epic, uh, epic yeah. album, though. But uh, so, uh, classic hard rock and metal bands seem to be. Uh, oh, let me see. I already asked you that. Sorry. Uh, oh, you recently worked with Tim Ripper Owens. Yeah. On his album. Yeah. And uh, how did you get hooked up with him? And are there any of the artists that you'd like to work with that you haven't worked with yet? Yeah. Um, I hooked up through uh, Bob Kulik, a producer. Bob Kulik oh, yeah, his record. Yeah. yeah he called me up. But I met Tim a few times in a club scene in L.A. He's a really good guy, really funny. I enjoy hanging out with him, and uh, I was really uh, uh, happy to be part of his album. It was really cool. Um, um, yeah, I had a good time. I, he was in the studio when I did my part, though. But, uh, oh, really? I've hung with him a couple times, so I know him really well. So is there anybody else that you that you haven't worked with yet that you'd like to do something like that with again? Because that was a great collaboration. Yeah, well, uh, I don't know. You know, oh, I love to work with Ryan James Dio. That would be cool. <laughs> um, came close to it a couple times. Uh, who else do I like to work with? Uh, Eddie Van Halen. <laughs> That'd be cool. There's a lot of people I'd like to work with, probably. You know. Um, you know. So uh, 
how is how is your relationship with Dia? Did you have a did you have uh, like, like kind of a good friendship with Ronnie at all? Or uh, I mean, everybody took that his passing really hard. I mean, that was a that was a really sad loss. You know? Oh yeah, we we didn't call each other on the phone or anything like that, but we we were good friends. We knew each other. We 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 went each, each other in the club scene. We just you know gave each other a hug. And I knew a lot of people he knows. And uh, um, the last time I had seen him was God, it must be like ten years ago. It's quite a while ago. Actually, me and my girlfriend were invited to his birthday party. Uh, last year I think it was and I, I was on the road but my girlfriend went and she hung out with all those people and stuff and she had a great time and I wasn't able to go I wish I would have went you know. at least you got to work with him that's amazing yeah, it was, yeah so and uh, so I've been watching VH1 classics a lot the, they Metal Mania they love the hell out of Quiet Riot videos like they play they play you guys all those old 80s videos are kind of cool they really are they, they have more of a meaning I think than a lot of videos of today you know they really do they were always kind of fun to more behind there, you know, if you watch closely. You know. So I was curious, like yeah. when you watch Quiet Ride videos, do you ever kind of kind of smile and kind of remember good times? Back memories of uh, what, what happened during that time period, and um, yeah, uh, sometimes filming those videos was a little bit of a pain, but uh, um, it was cool. It really was. I don't regret anything that we did. Oh, that was great. And then uh, let's see. Uh, so finally, I got one more question. Last one is uh, if you could put any, if you could put a dream band together. With any musicians, dead or alive, who would be in it? But you have to be in it also. Uh, well, first of all, I think Rat's my dream band. I love being in this band. But uh, awesome. other band, I had to say me, Jimi Hendrix, John Bonham, and <laughs> uh, maybe something like uh, John Entwistle. <laughs> oh man, sign me up, man! I'd totally go see that. I, I'm a real big fan of Jimi Hendrix. He's, he really uh, changed it for me when I heard him. You know, I'm actually going to Seattle for the first time in my life. I'm gonna go visit his uh, yeah, memorial. So that's really cool. So, and I. Uh, uh, do you have anything else to say to like a last last line to say to your the rat fans out there? Uh, yeah, I'm uh, really glad we came here to Atlanta and play. And actually, I'm an Atlanta boy. I was born here in Atlanta, and uh, it's good to be back home for uh, uh, one day. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I'm uh, really having a good time here in the South, and I hope everybody comes down and rocks with us. Oh, and will you get? Do you guys have dates planned for after this run? Or yeah, we have uh, more shows with the Scorpions and some on our own as well. We're going ready to go to Orlando, then Tampa, then we're working our way towards New Orleans, and uh, we got Arizona. And Texas and uh, others as well. Will you guys be doing a headlining run after this? Yeah, probably. Yeah, we're gonna, after this we'll be doing flyouts and things like that. So. Please come back to Atlanta, man. Definitely we will. Definitely, I'll buy you buy you a drink or something when you're in town. Thank you, dude. Thank you so much, man. Appreciate your time, man. Really, thanks a lot. Yeah. yeah.